The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? A-Town Connection right here. You got Young Bloods uh, featuring Daddy Fat Sack. You know what I'm talking about? Outcast. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like this. Check it out. Welcome back to another episode of the Crown and Calls podcast presented to you by the CSPN Network. I am one half of your host, Jeremy, um, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka Black Panther, aka Infinity War is is coming, niggas, aka um, Thanos out here gonna try to destroy half the universe in a goddamn jagged edge wife beater, aka Don't Be Weird on Al Green's internet. And as usual, I'm joined by my friend and my co-host. Hey, everybody. It is your girl, um, Tal Bianca XO on Twitter, a.k.a. Auntie B, a.k.a. Young Dairy Queen Blizzard, a.k.a. Come on, Spring, Come Through, a.k.a. Get these pedicures done and let them toes out and let them thighs out, them calves out, shoulders out, titties out, and all of it out. Correct. it's 62 degrees, not a cloud in the sky, the damn recording. And I'm going to dress the hits my ankles. Because why? <laughs> you, you are doing amazing, friend. Um, but yes, spring it's the first day of spring um, as we're recording this. Um, weather is starting to change. It's almost it's almost uh, thought well season. So yep. can't wait. Can't wait, can't wait. <laughs> so if you if you out chill, um Go ahead and do your thing. Get get your get your thought and bopping out. Um, snag somebody, um, niece or nephew, and do the damn thing. And um, hoe his life and be a greater hoe and not a hater hoe. Right, layers of bullshit. D- correct. Um, and yes, um, enjoy this weather. Um, and enjoy and enjoy the effects of global warming. The the <laughs> the not so problematic effects of global warming. <laughs> Which is is which is uh more chances to what thought well, um. But you are listening. Let me pay the bills right quick. You are listening to a CSPN, um, uh, media uh, network production. As I said, you can go to our website cspn.us and click that podcast tab and check out all the rest of our episodes thus far of the Crown and Collars podcast. Um, this will be episode one sixty. Um, damn, we getting old up there in podcasting, but it's hey. fine. It's fine. When I first started managing these podcast episodes, you remember I put two trailing zeros before the first one, and then like zero, zero, two, and so forth. It was like one day we're gonna fill all those digits in, and sure enough, here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what a time! What a time! Um, oh yes, you can listen to all of our episodes thus far. You can leave comments on the episodes um, on the pages that they are on. You can leave us ratings. Um, I've seen. Excuse me. I've seen some of you all do that. Um, thank you. Thank you for taking the time out to do that. Um, and if you like our show, you can catch all of our other shows um, on the network. We have something for everybody. Um, we have other shows that discuss pop culture and uh, current events, such uh, just like ours. We have uh, political shows. We have um, 
We have shows about um, alcoholic beverages of wine and beer sorts. We have uh, comic book shit. We got some of everything here at the CSPN. Um, and we got uh, we got ratchet shit. Um, it, some of everything. One of those shows that I also co-host. Um, and and is is one of the uh, the the children <laughs> you should say of this show. Um. And if you like everything about the CSPN, you can do us a big favor and go to that Keep Our Podcast free tab and shop with all of our many sponsors that our boss man, the CEO Classic, has talked to some kind of white man to get us all this shit. Um, and uh, it's of no extra cost to you. Um, it just gives him a portion of the brick so he can keep the lights on and keep all of our shit free. So you, the consumer, won't have to pay to listen to my ass sound like I still don't have my freedom papers. Um, and you don't have to pay to hear me sound nothing like how I look. Correct. Um, um, and with that said, um, all the bills are paid as I usually do. I pay the bills. Um, uh, also, if you um, enjoy The Walking Dead, I was a recent guest uh, last week on Friends of of the Show and Friends of the Network, uh, the black guy who tilts a rod and Karen, I was a guest on there uh, talking about The Walking Dead um, because, you know, they're my folks and also, you know, niggas niggas enjoy The Walking Dead. So, you know, if you it was a a fun ass time. So if you enjoy that, uh, go on over there and uh, and uh, Hop on and get get your life to that um, before it uh, before it goes behind the paywall. Um, and if it goes behind the paywall, um, go ahead and and uh, and put five on it for Rod and Karen because they uh, they've been at this a hell of a long time and uh, they podcast grand grand grandma and grandpappy, so they deserve so you know support black podcast and all that good shit. So uh, with that, Rod, me not Bianca, by the way. Just to be clear. <laughs> Which is, I mean, you you called them grandma and grandpa, and I mean, you know, just want to make sure that it was known that I had no hand in the in the creation of uh that that nickname. I guess we'll say. Oh, hey, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I mean, hey, I take the blame for most of the stuff that's that's responsible on this show. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, so with that said, uh, we're gonna get into. What the hell are we going to talk about for this episode? So, so, in borrowing something from one of our other good friends, uh, Rashani, uh, check him and Shantae out over there at Single Simoncast. Well, you know, I pop up once a month like bro man. Um, speaking of, I it, speaking of, it's almost time for my monthly anyway. But so people f- never fail to fail me. Um, and especially people on Al Green's internet never fail to fail me. Um, and that was evidenced this week because for some reason, DJ Envy was the hill for niggas to die on. Oh boy, this past week now. Bianca, you might not know about the shit, um, and 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 I understand because it's 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 dealing with motherfuckers from the Breakfast Club. I know, uh, but this shit was just so ridiculous to me. So okay, so for those of you who don't know, uh, 
DJ Envy is part of the Breakfast Club with him and Charlotte Coon the God and well really really Charlotte Coon the peasant really and um and, and uh Why? and who Angela Why? Yeah, <laughs> right, Angela Why? Um, so they you know. To be fair, I'm not calling her out of her name because guess what? Her last name begins with the letter Y. Exactly. I see what you did there. You loophole. You are doing amazing. Give your girl an internet high five for that one. You are. You are doing amazing, sweetie. So, (laughs) so, um, so fucking okay. So DJ Envy has been. He it is is public knowledge. It is public record that he like knock on wood like 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 many niggas like like many men uh, has cheated on his wife. Um, it is public information. It is up for it has been up for public consumption. Um, he literally he and his wife literally went on a little bit of a tour. On different talk shows and talking about um, DJ Emmy's infidelities and um, things of this nature and stuff like that. They was on the talk, the real, the the, the question. Uh, them damn talk t- daytime talk shows. Okay, got all right. We cool. All right. So and then and then I think it was as recent as I want to say last year or maybe the year before. That there was a debacle with DJ Envy getting caught on, I think, Backpage or Snapchat um, in somebody's inbox that wasn't his wife talking about being pegged or something like that. Um, And they made like a whole thing of it on the Breakfast Club. I think fucking Charlemagne was fucking making fun of that nigga um, or whatever. And it gave him Donkey of the Day or some shit. So just as recently as it was either last year or the year before. Where DJ Envy was caught doing something or communicating with somebody about something sexual that wasn't his damn wife. So I say all that to say this. So Jesus and Mero, um, who everybody knows, well, most people know that them niggas are some goddamn fools and they have the show on Viceland, um, uh, Jesus and Mero, and, you know, they big um, internet. Um, Internet niggas, and I'm not saying that in a disparaging way, but you know, like, um, you know, most people, like, if you think of like podcasting or shows or whatever, like, especially from like the New York area, you think of Jesus and Mero or or the Reed with Kid Fury and Crystal or our friends on Jaden XD over at uh, Jaden XD podcast. So, you know, the kind of they kind of kind of a big deal, kind of a big deal, you know. Niggas like them. I'm, I'm more. They're hard to not. They're hard to not like. To be fair. To be fair, I mean, for me, they kind of hit and miss, but I don't. I put it like this: they kind of hit or miss for me, but I don't root against them. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of that's kind of how I am on it. Like sometimes they make me laugh. Sometimes it's kind of like, eh, but I don't root against them. You know what I mean? Like to me, that they're not, you know, problematic or. Or problematic in a way that you know I need to root against them or you know quote counsel, which again I hate that we kind of use that, misuse that, and all that. But that's what happens when straights get a hold of um, LGBT jargon and stuff like that. But anyway, that's a whole nother topic for another day. But um, but yeah, I don't have a problem with them. Uh, so these niggas on their show make 
um, they play a clip of DJ Envy going on the talk and him saying something to the effect of that him talking about his him and his wife, both both of them talking about their in um his infidelities and stuff. And his wife, um and he and DJ Envy makes the comment of at 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 home I was Rashawn. Um but in the streets I was DJ Envy. You know, like at home I was in the you know, streets, I was that nigga. Right. Like in the in at home I was the husband and father and all this, but in the streets I was DJ Envy who was out here cheating on you I, and fucking. I was, bitch. I was I was player player. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was, exactly. I, I <laughs> His lame ass will probably say some shit like that, but <laughs> so that fits. But and then his wife is like, um, "Yeah, I knew Rashawn, but I didn't know DJ Envy." And on they put Desus and Meryl played that clip on his, their show, and Mer and Desus makes the comment of, "But but you but you knew that uh, DJ Envy money though," and that's all he said. You know, they made a joke about it. They went moved on and made fun of other people like they do on their show. Okay, so that happened months ago. Fast forward to this last week. These and Meryl are guests on The Breakfast Club. And DJ Envy is big mad. Like, when they come in, apparently... You mean dickhead and pussy were the guests on? Yeah, that, yeah. Right, like, he, he was, was the worst goddamn... The worst... Like nickname, fake nickname. nickname you could them fighting words, right? Them's his fighting words. So this nigga DJ Envy is big mad, big mad. Like he starts off introducing them like that, and this is in mirror. Like, well, what the fuck is going on? Even Charlemagne and 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 Angela, like, what the fuck? Like, what, what's happening? So this nigga, this nigga DJ Envy gets big mad and puffs his chest. And saying that y'all crossed the line and y'all never nobody never disrespect my wife or something like you owe my wife an apology and shit. And these and Meryl are just like, dude, what the fuck? Like, first of all, if you would big first of all, the comment that we made happened months ago. And then if you were that mad or your wife was that mad, why didn't you like call us or or talk to us like you before the show aired? Like we was outside for a whole 10 minutes. Like you couldn't couldn't have said shit, but they apologized, and then Envy just kept going. You know what I mean? Like he right, yeah. And that was the other thing. Like even Jesus was like, "Yo, I'm I'm not even like truly making this joke. You know, whatever. Like I I don't know. I can't say." And yeah, Envy wanted a problem, so all all the apologies, yo. Like my bad, we won't do that no more. Everything's chill back between us. Like Envy wouldn't have none of it, and it was wild to me, like to witness because. It's like okay, you want a, you want a problem with dudes who tell jokes for a living. Uh, hold on, I'm a, I'm gonna finish and then we'll get into it because I got thoughts about this shit. Mm. So, so yeah, so it keep they go back and forth or whatever, and I think even Jesus was through. He was through. Like if you watch the clip, it was written all over his face. Like it was like if if Envy wanted a problem, Jesus was there to give it to him. Like he was just fed the fuck up. Mero handled it a lot, handled it a lot better, and even told a story of how he could relate. Like, okay, like we didn't think it was that that deep, which 
in 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 all honesty, the joke wasn't that goddamn bad. But anyway, uh, but wasn't niggas, that bad? And, and frankly, wasn't that funny either? Like, we gonna, I mean, oh, that's also that's also the, the other part of it too. I mean, I mean, we being a like, like, they, they didn't victory. slap a grand slam on you, G. Like that was a <laughs> that was a ground ball single that you just have completely fucking overrun it and now in a dugout over. Right. I mean, the, honestly, the joke wasn't that damn funny. Um, but anyway, so. But yeah, like Mero starts to make a tell the story like how he understands, like, yo, I didn't think we didn't think it was that you know that big a deal, but like I if you like say it was disrespectful, then our bad. We apologize. I've been through the, the same shit. Like niggas come out to me about my wife and shit. And like Envy just wasn't having it. He was big mad and then they move on from the shit and get the back to talking to Charlemagne and Angela and shit. And this nigga get the fuck up and walk out the goddamn <laughs> Walk out the goddamn studio. He like big man. He is he is upset. And I saw people, even today, I saw people. Hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. but anyway, so after that, what do Deezus and Mero do? Roast the fuck out of his ass <laughs> on their yes. show. On their show, and it was glorious. Um, and then this nigga DJ Envy tweet like the next day. I wish they had that same energy to my face, boy. Like, wait, they kind of did. Boy, they were ready to apologize to you, which is what it seemed like they you brought them on the show for. Because that's what you wanted to say, like, yo, this is like beyond the pale as far as I'm concerned. Like, don't do this anymore. And they were like, all right, cool, I'll bad, I'll bad. Like, no, you know, no sweat. And then you just kept going. So you were like, fuck your apology. So they were like, all right, fuck our apology. Well, shit, fuck you too. Hold on. Uh, keep, keep going, keep going. I got I got a, got, got a uh, family business. Sister text me mid-podcast. But keep going. I got, I'll be right back. I got thoughts. So yeah, anyway, um, I don't know. It was just, it was a lot. Like, I... I watched that situation unfold, and I was in disbelief. So I actually kind of caught it backwards. Like, I saw the rebuttal on their show before I saw, like, the full context. So, like, I didn't see the whole interview um, beforehand. I saw that second um, because I'm dumb and I watch things out of sequence all the time. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I... <laughs> Like, Envy really just stepped in it. Like, that's, I guess that's the easy thing to say. Like, he truly, legitimately stepped in it. And, again, as far as making these jokes, you know, like, being upset, yeah, that's one thing. But, like, you want to sustain being upset at dudes who, like, get paid to push buttons and make jokes and shit for a living? Okay, I'm back. Yeah, you're hustling backwards. Okay, (laughs) I'm back. First of all, first of all, let's get to the root to the root of this shit. First of all, you wouldn't be in this fucking situation if you kept your dick in your pants. Let's start there. Hello. Let, let's start. Let, as a matter of fact, let's start, pause, and end right there. You wouldn't get jokes about yourself if you kept your dick in your pants, and it's not that fucking hard to do. Because I, we have, you know how we talk about how people have lowered the bar for like what the presidency is with that man that white folks elected in the White House? You know how people say, I don't know who that is. Uh, uh, hello. We've lowered the bar for I don't like, I know who that is. 
Oh, we, we right. 80 days into the new year. I still ain't heard his voice yet. <laughs> y'all, y'all can have that. Y'all can listen to him. Y'all can listen to him all y'all want to. This, this ain't got nothing to do. With, this ain't got nothing to do with me. So I don't know what they even talking about. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jalen. Thank you, Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> you tell me. You tell me. Yeah, but, yeah. We'll but, see about that. But yeah. we have we have lowered the the we we. And by we, I mean it like in general, like society or whatever. Like we have selectively lowered the bar for what decency is because it's not that hard to keep your dick in your pants and if it, and not cheat on your wife. And if Envy did that, he wouldn't be in this goddamn situation. So let's start there. Secondly, DJ Envy, along with the, as part of the Breakfast Club, has made a living a living speaking on pop culture and hip-hop and this, that, and the third, and consistently talking cash shit about any and everybody and whoever the fuck he and Charlemagne and Angela feel like and getting into their business and all this, that, and the third. Let, it not, let us not forget that it was Charlemagne and Envy, mostly Charlemagne, but Envy was part of that shit too, that made Lil Mama cry right in the goddamn studio and was unbothered as fuck that they made her cry. Let us not forget let us not forget the piece of shit that DJ Envy has been on the Breakfast Club for years. And I can't I can't stand a motherfucker that got all the shit to say about any and every goddamn body, but when it hits home, then everybody got the then 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 niggas wanna fight. I can't stand motherfuckers like that. I used to, I used to, I grew up with motherfuckers like that all up and through school that were this shit, this shit, but couldn't, but couldn't take it. And I can't stand motherfuckers like that. Like if, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you're grown enough to, if you're grown enough to hit somebody, then you're grown enough to take a punch back. So that's, that's, that's how I, and I know that was a country ass analogy and it kind of sort of didn't make sense, but goddamn it rolled with it. Like I, listen, it, listen, don't start none, won't be none. That is a philosophy. So that's number two. Number three, if, if, if it was really about standing up for his wife, which again, the joke that they made, one, it was light, and two, it wasn't really that funny, to be honest. Even if your wife alleged, DJ Envy's wife allegedly was upset and took offense to it, and that's the reason that he um had issue and wanted them to apologize or whatever. Nigga, y'all all been cool. Like, you have these niggas' number. And this was months ago. You could have called them, like, on the spot. Like, yo, we need... If, even if you wanted to do it publicly, which, honestly, still wouldn't have made sense, but whatever. Like, even if you wanted to do it publicly, this happened months ago. You could have did it back then. You waited all this time till they came on your show to try to puff your chest out and make it seem like you're a tough guy. Because, like you said, he didn't want a problem. Or Because if you wanted an apology, like you said, once they gave you the apology, that should have been the end of the shit. But it wasn't. You kept He kept going. And, all, and he kept going and tried to puff his chest out and, and one would let them talk. Um, because I'm sorry, because if you want to, I'm sorry, but if you want an apology from somebody, 
I think now you could correct me if I'm wrong, but if you want an apology for somebody, I think you would at least want to hear them out and let them flesh out and figure out exactly how you feel and how, where they went wrong. And then you either accept the apology or not. But if you don't accept the apology, then that's cool, but dead the shit. And if you do accept the apology, that's also cool, but dead the shit. And did the shit, but don't keep the shit going. And that's what he did. Like, if you wanted an apology, and once they said, okay, my bad, we get it, your wife is off limits or whatever, da 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 da, let that be the fucking end of it. But you did, should have like, been the end of it. You should should have been in there, but you kept you. He wanted a show. He didn't want a. He didn't want an apology. He didn't want a solution. He didn't even want a problem. Because honestly, if you felt that big and bad, you could have stole it off on them. Now, you probably would have got your ass whooped, but you could have stole it off on them niggas. He didn't want none of that shit. He wanted a show. Because... Yeah, no, you don't You don't want that smoke with Miro. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. You, you Really, Desus is the one I think you gotta watch out, because it's always the motherfuckers you don't think about that life. And you think now, they see, are. Now, I would believe Desus has like been in fights and has, you know, wanted to share fights, what have you. But Miro looks like He's come awfully close to killing somebody like a few times in his life. True. And that's why I said him in particular, because like even though like Jesus was underneath the comment, like Jesus and Miro, you know, are, are operating in concert on this. And it would be Jesus probably like pulling Miro off of like Envy's, you know, very vulnerable, potentially <laughs> crushed body. Like, <laughs> um Right. But yeah, he wanted to show and like the defenses of Envy. Like, first of all. First of all, I have been on the internet and particularly Twitter for damn near a decade. And I have seen the way people have callously talked about marriage, uh, wives, infidelity, um, kids, um, just all types of shit. I have seen people be absolutely callous in how they discuss monogamy and all this that in the store so what the fuck you not gonna tell my black ass is that dj envy is the hill you decided to have to talk about cheating and marriage and faithfulness and protecting kids and family and all this shit you're not finna tell my black ass dj envy is the he is the one that made you have some sympathy and compassion you know what i mean like Mm-hmm. Like really, DJ Envy is what made some some of you people um and listeners as always. You know, if it don't apply, let it fly. And I'm mostly talking about stupid people on on Al Green's internet on Twitter. You're not gonna sit here and tell me that DJ Envy is where you decided to have some goddamn empathy and compassion and shit. Like you, I have seen motherfuckers that have went after a fucking um. Uh, a fucking 19 year old girl about colorism. And you motherfuckers mean to tell me DJ Envy is the hill you have to die on where you want to have some goddamn empathy, compassion, and nuance? Get the fuck out of my face. The whole fuck. This, this is the same motherfucker that, that agreed with fucking Umar Johnson when Umar Johnson onk ass was like, um, made, um, uh, made. Um, it light of um attention deficit disorder and called it um talking about you you um 
um, whatever the hotel shit he said, talking about you need to whoop your child ass or some shit or whatever, whatever kind of dangerous rhetoric he said. And DJ Envy went along with that shit. And you want me to have some sympathy for motherfucking DJ Envy? Get the fuck out of my face. Like if the nigga, if the nigga acted like he had some sense, then the nigga wouldn't be in the situation getting these jokes. And first of fucking all, I, the nigga said, I wish they would have kept that same energy. I wish you would have been faithful to your wife. How about that? I wish DJ Envy would have had this same energy for Erica Mena. How Wink Wine Club is a that? world of wine delivered you know, right to your door. I, I From roses to Cabernets to Torontes, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you each month with free shipping. What's up? You can pick your own bottles you or let Wink choose and match to your taste. And like, honestly, it doesn't cost a thing to become a member. And you can skip or cancel like at any time. And now, for like the I listeners said, of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast, but it's just the you can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 it's, it's off the your first order. To you place your first order with $20 off and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website, CSPN.us forward slash Wink. You just last year or the year before that recently. You respect your family first, then you respect your family first, then we can talk about other people respecting you. Until then, um, DJ Envy can eat a whole bag of this, and anybody that's defending him, I could not believe I was on Al Green's internet seeing people legit try to make make that nigga the victim and make decent and marrow bullies. I cannot believe that. I could not believe that shit. You gonna make DJ Envy, who's consistently be a bully, the victim because he can't keep his dick in his pants and he's sensitive to people talking about keeping his dick in his pants. This motherfucker went to Tyrese for relationship advice. What the fuck are we talking about? I don't know if... if it, wait, wait, wait. I need to correct it. I don't know if that he went to Tyrese or if Tyrese like came to him and was like, I see you having issues. Either let way, me, let me Tyrese while we're in. And yeah, he's like he's still an idiot for saying okay to that. But I think Tyrese is one of the niggas who like sees the very first sign of distress with celebs that he kind of likes a little bit, and then just like jumps to their rescue or, or tries to jump to their rescue. Um, because we ain't gonna do nothing but laugh at that nigga. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't think BJ Envy was like. Shit, shit, shit. Who's in my phone? Who's in my phone? Who's in my phone? Nope. Can't call Ayala. Can't call Janet. Can't call Mariah. Can't call Prince because he's not with us. Oh, Tyrese. Here we go. I don't think that was the case. <laughs> yeah, but people have never failed to fail, man. I could not believe people were down on the hill for DJ motherfucking Envy. DJ motherfucking Envy was like, are y'all well? Like, are y'all okay? Like what? What are you doing? Uh, what is everything okay at home? Like imagine waking, imagine waking up in 2018 on a Monday, defending defending the honor of DJ Envy that he didn't even have for his wife. Like what? What? You niggas are crazy. You niggas are crazy. Yeah, but um, so. Yeah. Um. Anywho, fuck that shit. Let's move on. Yeah, Next yeah, story. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that nigga. We say all that to say fuck that nigga and anybody who defended him. Like, stop down on weird heels, please, please. Thank you so much. 
Um, speaking of uh, speaking of trash niggas, so uh, this was so it was rep- reported that he, it was reported yesterday, the nineteenth, as we recording this on the twentieth. It was reported that um, Trigger Trey Songs uh, surrendered to LAPD to face a felony domestic violence charge. Uh, the singer, I'm reading, as I read the article, the singer turned himself in with his attorney, Sean Hawley, for the alleged incident involving a woman he was out with in L.A. last month during the NBA All-Star Weekend. He was booked at 6 a.m., released shortly after 8 a.m. He posted a $50,000 bail. Songs is accused of brutally, brutally beating Andrea Bureau at Hollywood Hills Party where she claims he was upset because she was talking to another man. Hmm. Oh, why would she do that to me? Oh, I wound up having to turn myself in. Oh, oh, I, I can't believe I can't believe I did that. Oh. <sighs> wow. Sometimes I wonder why I'm my friends with you. Oh, Jesus. All right. Okay. That, that was all Bianca, not me. Um, you could blame whoever. <laughs> all right. All right. Whoever you need to. Oh, All right. Songs on the podcast, y'all. All right. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, he re- he posted this statement on his Twitter page uh, yesterday. Uh, for weeks, my lawyers and management have asked me not to comment on this, and I initially agreed. But this morning, I feel that my fam, the women who raised me, my friends and fans, and especially the youth need to hear from me. <clears throat> I am being lied on and falsely accused for someone's personal gain. If I wasn't on the road, I would have read that statement myself. <laughs> I want to say thank you for First of all, <laughs> can't fucking stand you. Uh, God damn it, I had a joke, but fuck it. Uh, Bureau claims that songs beat her so badly she suffered from a concussion and had to go to the hospital for treatment. She claims several people at the party witnessed the alleged beating, and the article I have does have pictures of her. And mm, I, oof. Yeah. Mm. Ah. 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 Mm. But uh, Trace Song says that claims that there are witnesses who refute uh, Bureau's allegation. Well, told Holly made, the, made her case to the arresting detectives that Bureau's story is filled with inconsistencies. Uh, so we will see how it plays out. Um, this is not the first time that Trey Songz has been alleged to like beat on women, though. Um, because I mean, like in the article I'm looking at, there's at least as I scroll down the page, there's at least like four other articles where he's alleged to be 
in some kind of physical altercation with a woman. So I, I'm where the smoke that's fired is what I'm always what is what I'm trying to say, folks. I mean, he allegedly Trace on be beating no women. Um, but over the years I've heard that he has like a an anger problem and he has kind of like a god complex and shit. So oh, I, I mean, could you blame me? Still in All right. All right. Okay. All right. All right. I'm sorry. I know this is a serious issue, but I can't help myself but to do this. Trey songs impersonation. Okay. All right. So yeah, but we will. We will continue to monitor this story um, on Trigger Trey. Um, I I guess best case scenario, I guess is I hope Trey songs ain't out here beating on people, but right. I will be no women. But I mean, like I say, I, oof. Like this, this seems to be some kind of like a pattern where Trey West alleged that some he beating on some woman, and I'm just saying, like if you keep being alleged and accused of the same shit over and over, I mean, I mean if it walk like a duck and quack like a duck, it ain't a goddamn mongoose. That's all I say. So hmm. we'll continue to see. Uh, we're not gonna say you know he did it or whatever. We'll just see because we we broke and we don't want to get sued. But you know, uh, mm, somewhere, somewhere, Prince is still giving him the side eye, and now for more m- reasons more than just him fucking up purple rain in Prince's face. So <laughs> never forget, never forget. Um, so in keeping with the um, I want I guess theme here. Um, so Cardi B was in kind of um hot water over the internet this morning. Um, And when I say hot water, um, really just some people on Twitter that were... It's one of those things where a couple of one or maybe two or three people on Twitter say something and the timeline reacts to it and it gets kind of... It gets everybody arguing and shit. Um, That's kind of how it was because... Cardi did a interview with Cosmopolitan um, where she talked about a whole bunch of shit, honestly. Um, and honestly, I mean, no shade, but I don't feel like reading all this shit that Cardi said because I really don't care. Oh, but with the part that I do care about that, like I said, kind of got her in a little hot water with certain um, certain areas on social media and shit. Is that uh, Cardi said that um, the uh, Me Too movement um, hasn't uh, um, gotten to um, hasn't started to enter um, into hip hop and um, and women um, in hip hop, um, and it's one of those things where you have to read the entire article. Um and and words mean things because people accuse Cardi of saying that um Pete that um 
that nobody's has spoken up about, you know, the treatment of women and video vixens and strippers and things and you know, just women in general, this thing of sort in hip hop. Uh, people accuse Cardi of saying that nobody has ever said anything, which is not what the fuck she said. Right. <laughs> this is, which is just not what the fuck she said. Uh, what she said was, which I will read here, um, is and what people accuse her of saying were totally two different things. It's not what the fuck she said. Uh, she said that, um, and like, and honestly, this is uh, the part that, uh, like I said, people got some some people got in hot water about. She says, <clears throat> sadly, she Cardi says, women with her back bleh, background won't start catching better breaks anytime soon. While she's glad to see the public outcry over sexual harassment in Hollywood, she doubts the hashtag Me Too movement will change much in the hip hop world, especially for women whose sexual whose sexuality is at the forefront of their commercial appearance. Quote, a lot of video vixens have spoke about this and nobody gives a fuck, she says. When I was trying to be a vixen, people were like, you want to be on the cover of this magazine. Then they put a, then they pull their dicks out. I bet if it was one of those, if one of these women stands up and talks about it, people are going to say, so what? You're a hoe. It don't matter. End quote. Uh, as for the guys who have publicly embraced uh, hashtag me too, Cardi has her doubts. Quote, these producers and direction, these producers and directors, she says, they're not woke, they're scared. Again, what she said and what people accuse her of saying are not the fuck the same <laughs> at all. Yeah, no, that that oh goodness, my God. Um the internet is is good for that, I guess, is my really like wide angle <laughs> take on. I mean, we see this all the time. We, we see, you know, words taken out of context, or we see, like, a tweet that could be, like, ambiguous or can be interpreted multiple ways, and we always just go the worst way with shit. And it's like, yeah, if something leaves the slightest bit of gray area, we just assume, okay, they're not polished enough to say this in the exact way that I want to, therefore, they must mean this in, like, the most negative way possible. And I'm tired of that shit. I'm so tired of it. Like, I'm tired oh, yeah. of it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, okay. record with it, but. Okay. Like, it's just, it's, yeah, go on. Okay, I, I will say this. I will I will say this. Um, and this is not uh, aimed at Cardi, but this is just in general. I think you have to use your discernment because oftentimes, well, I won't say oftentimes, like for me, from what I have observed, it definitely can go either way. Because sometimes we say, because sometimes shit happens when people say, People say, well, y'all just took this one thing out of context, and then you go read the context, and the shit is actually worse than the one thing that initially popped the shit off. You oh, know yeah. That, I mean? so you don't got, get me wrong. That happens sometimes, too, but that's done by somebody who clearly means that, like, negative shit. But I think you find, you find sometimes when people are like, you know, it'll be like a standalone tweet or something, and, like, you know this person's stock. You know, like, how they feel about other connected, congruent issues to something, and they might say something, and they might be a little clumsy about it because they're trying to make a statement. And they're trying to, you know, right, right, be be as I guess inclusive or as like jargon free in what they say as possible. And then what winds up happening is like the slightest like bend and misinterpretation becomes like, oh my god, like you don't know what you're talking about and all this other shit. And it's just like, come on, like what are, what are we doing here? Like are we just like are we looking to just like create enemies out of people or like if you want to seek 
if you want additional clarification, ask for it. Like that's an easy thing to ask for. Most people will gladly like say what they mean, like in, in a different way. But yeah, to just like assume the worst of people and just like start putting them down for it. I don't know. I'm not I'm not a fan of that so much. I I, I feel you. I I I definitely understand that. I just I'm more for me, I I guess it's one of those things where I could, for me, I see it can go either way. You know what I mean? And I kind of, I don't want to say I don't, I look for the worst in people, but when the worst is presented to me, I take that. Also, it's like when the positive is presented to me, I take it. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, like, I, we've seen that where someone takes, like you said, like someone takes something that, you know, isn't taken out of context, you know, people looking for enemies, blah, blah, blah. We, we've seen that and, I, and I'm not poo-pooing that at all. I'm not trying to like juxtapose it against this other point I'm making. I'm just, you know, you, for me, I take it as more of a case-by-case basis. You know what I mean? Instead of trying to go like either way with it for just for me. So it's like I, I don't want to say that you've been taken out of context until I see the context and if you truly all have been taken out of context, like in this situation with Cardi, um, then yeah, I will call. Yeah, they just looked for a fight. They just looked to be mad about something, even though I hate like how, how we kind of use that pejoratively against each other. Um, yeah. Like, sure, one hundred percent with you. But I've also seen the other side of it, where it's like, well, okay. You tell me to read for context, and then I read for context, and the shit is just as bad, if not worse, than the initial infraction. And yep. you, and those, you, those are the shitheads who it's like, all right, like you just showed me all of who you are, like you just showed your whole ass to the internet, and yeah, get the fuck out of here, bye bye. Right, 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 right. Um, but getting getting back to Carter though, um, but yeah, like I that, that was one, like I said, the the thing that I saw. Um, this morning was yeah, people just taking what she said, not actually reading what she said, and just looking to pick a fight. Because the thing that you accused her of of saying that nobody has spoken up in um uh, in hip hop is one simply not true. And she said that herself that the pe- pe- there have been people, women that have spoken up, but nobody gives a fuck. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I, those people, you know, people are going to people. But back to something that I think is more important than what she said is that that's kind of a sad reality. Um, and especially what she said about like the producers and some of these, you know, men in the industry and whatnot. Like, I completely agree. I don't think these dudes are um, woke TM, quote unquote. Um, I think they're scared. You know what I mean? Like, cause we've seen that reaction from just regular niggas. You know what I mean? Like everybody's like, oh, you know, I, I won't be able to talk to a woman anymore. I won't, you know, y'all gonna counsel everybody. Y'all coming for everybody. It's like that reflexive shit. It's like, okay, so are you are you not one, are you not reading what's happening to these women and what these dudes are doing? And right. two, and two. Why, why the fuck would you not want better behavior from men for the protection and safety of women? So it's like you like you can't claim to be woke, quote unquote, or you know a good person, TM, or whatever the fuck. You you can't claim to want 
to be on the side of this shit, but then also having that reflexive, like, ooh, y'all coming for everybody. I mean, what do y'all want? Like, you can't have both. You can't have both. So yeah, I I do I agree with Cardi. I think a lot of do a lot of this backlash. You know what? A prime example of that shit um is when and we talked about it before, um, when the Aziz Ansari story um happened and I saw a whole bunch of people, people, some people that I love and respect, but they were very reflexive with that Aziz Ansari shit because it's easy to you know, harp on the Harvey Weinstein's and which, by the way, it was reported today that I think Harvey Weinstein's company went bankrupt when you do clownery. <laughs> um, but, you know, I saw a lot of people when it was Aziz Ansari or situations like Aziz Ansari change that tune from yes, support me too to hmm, like, like let's slow down. Let's let's wait a minute now. We We lumping everything into me too and stuff. Like it was a lot of people that changed that tune quick. Um, and had that reflexive, defensive moment. So, yeah, I think a lot of people, um, a lot of men are afraid, um, and scared because they scared that they're gonna be the one, the the next one that'll have a a, a me too story of him being a uh, evil or a uh, uh, an Aziz Ansari or Harvey Weinstein or or somewhere in the middle of the two. I de- I completely agree with Cardi. Mm. Yeah, niggas gotta get out their own way. I think that's the grand takeaway here. <laughs> My one sentence recaps. Right, you are doing amazing, friend. Um, but yeah, um, don't take people out of context and start fights unnecessarily. Um, and if you are a person that's start that saying some head ass shit, but then. And people call you out on it, and then you say read for context, and then the context is even worse than what you had tweeted the first time. Just do do yourself a favor and go to sleep and don't wake up. So. Well, damn. Okay. I'm. Well, I mean, hey, I mean, I mean, <laughs> uh, listen, hey, truth. Sometimes you be tired, and you know, so, sometimes you be tired and say crazy things. It's you know, love me through it. Um. So speaking of craziness, so Snapchat fucked up again. Uh, yes. <laughs> so Shit, uh, I, I'm still not over there. Fuck up three fuck ups ago. What, what have they done on, now? On top of them fucking up the uh, new update that everybody been complaining about. <laughs> Seriously, Snapchat updated, and I see, and everybody that I know that had Snapchat is like, you raggedy bitches. <laughs> Yo, like, I'm gonna I, tell you, I'm I'm one of them. I only use Snapchat for the filters now, and I hate that I'm that person. But I mean, I listen. I I have had Snapchat in a long time, because, primarily because the shit drained my battery. Yes, and, Snapchat. Like you know how your phone be on one percent, but you could do a lot of shit with it. You could send a few texts. You could hurry up and check Facebook one time. All that shit. Right. Touch the Snapchat button. Your phone is history. <laughs> Yo, that's the other thing. Like, with even like you, you know how bad Snapchat is for batteries. You know how like you can put your phone on like power save mode and shit, and yep. you and like if you you on fifty percent, you put your phone on power save mode, you can still use that motherfucker for a good six hours of shit before it die, nigga. You can't even use power save mode in Snapchat. That's how that's how much Snapchat. 
That's it. That shit will turn your battery display back red. Right. <laughs> you got the yellow battery on every other app. This shit. Nope. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. We using the regular battery, baby. Uh uh-uh. uh. Right. We got we got some draining to do over here. Right. It's draining season. It's draining. Let's go. <laughs> it's draining season. Like Snapchat. Snapchat drain your battery. Like like. Hey. Hello. It me. But uh. But yeah. So that was the first fuck up. But yeah. Um. Uh, Snapchat. Um. Fucked up. Um, so last week they had a they had a would you rather game on Snapchat. I don't know who approved this shit. Oh boy. But one they had a, a would you rather game. I don't know if it was a filter or some or you know or whatever. Cause like I said, I haven't been on Snapchat in so long. Um, but they had a would you rather game, and one of the would you rather's was it asked the users to choose who they would prefer to slap. Who, wh- who, which would they prefer, slap Rihanna or punch Chris Brown? And who the fuck approved that? I don't know. But many people were highly upset, including Rihanna herself, who went. Who went on Snapchat and dragged they asses? As she damn should have. As she damn should have. She went on Snapchat and dragged her, dragged them. Then called for other people to quit Snapchat and then quit the shit herself. And you know the fuck what? People listen because subsequently, since that shit happened, Snapchat has lost cumulatively. Snapchat has lost $800 million since that shit happened. Good grief. Listen, I'm going to say that again. $800 million. They lost it because they thought it would be funny to to play with domestic violence with Rihanna of all people. Like, what? Hoopst thought this was okay and thought this was a good idea. You know, whoever whoever Green lit that shit, you know they was fired like the the next hour. They was fired. They got rid of their ass quick. Whoever came, whoever said that shit was okay, they 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 let go of their ass within the subsequent out 30 minutes after Rihanna dragged their ass. Ooh, Lord. And, uh, I, yeah, see, woo. There's not that many like celebrities you can cross in that way. And yeah, she she ain't the one other two. Like you <laughs> come on, G. Like, why would you uh, um <laughs> Rihanna like, you, like piss somebody off, piss off Bow Wow. Yeah, yeah. Although, you know, I gotta say, I I gotta say. I think I said No, this you one. don't, no, you don't, no, you don't, no, you don't, no, you don't. Let's just move on. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, man. I don't, but... I don't want this on record on on a podcast that I co-host. Do not. <laughs> I know where you're going with this already. We're not doing that today. Next topic. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Next topic. Next topic. Next topic. <laughs> Next topic. I'm not gonna let you do this. I will leave. If you do this. <laughs> I will. I will end the hangout, and it will become a monologue if you do this. <laughs> No country for Bow Wow. No. 
Hey, look, I'm sorry. 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 But uh he No, 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 no. Moving on. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> quite literally anything else. LeBron is having himself quite a season this year. Yeah. <laughs> did you see how he dunked on what's his face the other night? <laughs> oh uh Nurkic. Oh, he got him so bad. <laughs> He got Nurkic so bad. You know, while we're here, it is the five-year anniversary of how LeBron completely eviscerated Jason Terry. Whoo! Nah, oof. Coming up on 11 since the 48 special, which, my God, that seems like a whole other ass career ago, which, when you think about it, it is. Um yeah, Ooh, like that. I don't know. Take take some time out of your life. This is this is uh, something I'm want to pass on to our listeners. Take some time out of your life and go watch some LeBron James highlights when you hear this. Yeah, and notice how other than the facial hair and the hairline, it's in the uniforms. It's pretty hard to tell what year these things happened in. Yeah, because the nigga is a cyborg. Yes. Um, and but, when he gets, whenever he gets hurt, um, he fixes his injury by um, retying his shoes. It's the best. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure LeBron is made out of vibranium, honestly. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, but but yeah. Uh, uh, back to, back to the Rihanna story. Um, I got a couple of quotes from her. She said. <clears throat> You spend money to animate something that would intentionally bring shame to domestic violence victims and make a joke of it. Um, Oh, she put it on her Instagram story instead of Snapchat. I'm sorry, my bad. Um, This isn't about my personal feelings because I don't have much of them. But all the women, children, and men that have been victims of domestic violence in the past, and especially ones that haven't made it out yet, you let us down. Shame on you. Throw the whole apology away. Mwah. Beautiful shade, Rihanna. Love it. Whoo, yeah. Snapchat apologized twice. <laughs> Whoo. Oh, man. Yeah, so, yeah. Snapchat. Who? That was just so stupid. Like, like, I don't expect companies and stuff to have that much morality, uh, to be quite honest. But, no, don't fuck up the bag. Don't fuck up the bag. Like, nigga. Like, first of all, real, <laughs> I guess that's how you effectively call up for a boycott. <laughs> right. Because Rihanna did it and they, Snapchat lost 800 million. <laughs> Monique called for a boycott and people was like, bitch, fuck you. Like goddamn, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> but um, but yeah, these niggas lost eight hundred million dollars. That is for for my broke ass. That is in that is unimaginable. That much money for my broke ass. But all you had to do was I don't know maybe not make fun of domestic violence, especially with somebody that has been through domestic violence. Like what? That's some shit you would expect from like Futon Twitter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the? That was just stupid. Um, 
But yeah, Ugh, excuse me. Mm, excuse me. But yeah, Snapchat was stupid, and they deserve to lose that money because and whoever greenlit that shit deserved to be fired. Um. So yeah, um, I think. Excuse me. That's it. From um, we're gonna do some misconnections, but you know, fuck it. Um, cause I'm take my ass to bed soon. Um, cause I, I know, I know. One misconnection was uh, University of Virginia's offense in March Madness this weekend. What yo, that could not have happened to a more deserving team. Yo, yo. Listen, every year, every year, the the magic of March Madness. Like, who the fuck saw that coming? A 16 seed knocked off the number one overall seed in the tournament. Like I said, it cannot happen to a much more deserving franchise. <laughs> I love that that fucking team lost. And, and you know, what wasn't, uh, wasn't the last second buzzer beater, like the whole foul frenzy thing where they're trying to, like, make the comeback. And they got their doors blown off. And I could not be happier. Yeah, y'all. Anyone is listening to this show, and you happen to be a University of Virginia basketball fan. Um, congratulations! One, your fanhood just reached uh, kindergarten age, and secondly, no, um, I'm not taking it back. I said what I said. The damn truth couldn't happen to a more deserving team. I'm so happy for the University of Maryland Baltimore County Retrievers. That Twitter timeline was doing the most with the least, and was absolutely the best. And yes, Charlottesville, Virginia, home of the terrible Klan rallies with the Tiki Torches. Took Cause... the biggest spoonful of medicine of all time. Correct. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it. We were going to do some misconditions, but I think we'll save them for next week. Um, we'll have a little bit more time. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, thank you all for rocking with us. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, Bianca, you got anything to say? Nope. Thank y'all for listening. Um, thanks for being here. You can hit me on the timeline at TallBiancaXO. You're on Instagram, TallBianca.jpg. JPG. I very rarely use that, but it's there, I guess. Um, Snapchat, TallBianca. Um, what else? I think that's the important ones. That's all y'all need. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I don't have anything else. Um, warm, Like we said earlier, warm weather is here. Thought weather is here. Um, you know, be a greater hoe, not a hater hoe. And um, don't be don't don't be defending DJ Envy on Al Green's internet. Seriously, people, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> But yeah, bye y'all. Get my gas money, then I'm back on the expressway, and I'm out this burst. Yeah. I know you